Blog Talk Radio. This is the Naked Talk with Alex Okoji. It's all about straight talk with some of the biggest global icons, leaders, entertainers, motivational speakers, authors, life coaches, relationship experts, social advocates, and extraordinary friends as they treat themselves, their experiences, and share their unfiltered thoughts about life issues. I believe in stripping the lies and empowering the mind through the freedom of expression. I'm unapologetic about being open, so I motivate my guests to tell it like it is and help my listeners build a presence of mind while finding their voice. So it's all about the best in authentic conversations with real people about real life experiences. So let's keep it unfiltered, unscripted, uncensored, and uncut. You're welcome to today's episode. And Michael, of course, took us uh, on his journey, really, you know, um, 
and how he embarked on that journey to the Alaskan wilderness and how he was there for two years and, of course, uh, got out to find out that he was in Cosmoculture Magazine and um, had this best-selling book. It was out. He got a love letter to over, from over 5,000 women and just, you know, how basically he's been able to sort of rediscover himself and grow, really. And it was a really illuminating conversation. We had such a great conversation. Um, Michael was absolutely fun. And uh, there's a lot to learn. And you know what, guys? Thank you so much for the feedback. There's been lots and lots of great feedback um, from that show and, of course, all the other shows uh, episodes. And as always, you guys write me with your thoughts and you share um, how you, you know, basically your thoughts, really. You guys send me lots of great contributions and suggestions and review. And I just wanted to say thank you. I get them. I appreciate them. And, yes, I love you. Now, um, it's been an amazing week on so many things that, you know, have been happening. Um, I just um, became part of the Women uh, Mentor Women's Program for the International Women's Day that's coming up um, in March. And I'm going to be one of the speakers um, also, um, you know, the events leading up to um, the event. Yes, you know, I can't wait to walk with all the other female speakers and mentors, and it's going to be an amazing, amazing um, event. And, you know, and guys, don't forget, you can join us um, the first event on Monday, uh, February 27th. Yes, uh, there is a Twitter chat, and we're going to be empowering people to take the leap. You know, take the leap. How, how about you take a leap and jump, <laughs> you know? Um, if you want to take a career leap or whatever it is, just take a leap and jump. And, and I'm looking forward to sharing the Twitter platform with other amazing speakers and, you know, be able to share our thoughts and find out how we can hold each other's hands and really empower each other. So, yes, it's been an amazing week so far on The Naked Talk. And, uh, yes, if you want to sponsor an episode of The Naked Talk, don't forget that you can write us. Just write to thenakedtalk at gmail.com. And, of course, you know, we'll get back to you. Or if you want to become one of our VIP patrons, yes, you can become a patron on Patreon, just go to my official website at www.alexcurchy.me, me as an M-E, and, um, you know, click on Patreon and find out everything that you need to know about uh, what it takes to actually become a patron. And, guys, don't forget, if you missed uh, my last, if you missed the last show, the live show on Wednesday, you can always catch all our episodes right here at the radio channel on Blog Talk Radio. Or you can go to any of our syndicated radio platforms. Yes, I'm syndicating all over your internet radio. So you can find the Naked Talk on Speecher, on iTunes, and on TuneIn. Yes, so you don't have an excuse whatsoever to miss any show. And don't forget to like, share them, and of course, leave a review, leave a comment. Let me know what you're thinking, right? Well, it's uh, today's episode of the Naked Talk is brought to you by our fantastic friends uh, at uh Zena Online Store. Yes, Zena Online Store is uh, one of the amazing homemade, uh, made in Nigeria products, and you can find them at www.zeno.com.ng. And Zeno is Z double I N O dot com dot N G. And of course, our friends at Evolution Magazine. Now, Evolution Magazine is all about bringing to you the hair side of life, and they're all about giving your hair. And you can find them at www.hevolutionmagazine.com. Of course, our friends at Zincher Naturals. Zincher Naturals is all about the best quality, fine, handmade beauty products uh, made from the finest natural and organic uh, fruits and oils. 
see right here in Africa <laughs> with lots of love. And, of course, Zinke Naturals have been pretty magnanimous because they're going to be giving giveaways to, you know, our first three callers on the show today. So, yes, guys, don't forget, it's an interactive show. You can always be part of the conversation. And Zinke Naturals are going to be giving out a chocolate handmade bar soap, um, a moringa handmade bath bar soap, sorry, and, of course, a carrot. Handmade battle. And yes, let's not forget our friends, um, the innocent convicts, yes, um, the producers of the innocent convicts. Um, just wanted to give a shout out to Max Saxon Mayer, the CEO of the Reporters Inc., and um, of course, um, Director Osagio uh, Kohua, Osi Nation, who's been doing great, a great job really telling the stories of those who have been wrongly convicted, really, you know, and are paying, um, paying time you know, for a crime that they didn't commit. They're raising their voice and they're trying to right the wrong with this amazing documentary. So if you want to find out, you know, everything about uh, the innocent conflict, make sure to go to um, thereporters.org and find out a whole lot more about the show. So, yes, uh, you know, we're saying hello to our friends at the innocent conflict, and you guys are doing a great job standing up and raising your voice for those who really need it. And, of course, to the take, you know, um, idea builders, initiative, and those uh um, you know, um, the organizers really of the um, Twitter chat on Monday, the Take the Leap, the hashtag Take the Leap Twitter chat, sorry. Um, you know, want to give a shout-out to them. And uh, don't forget, you have to be part of it, guys. Make sure to join us. Uh, it's 12 It's twelve p.m. WAT, West African time, but it's 11 a.m. GMT, so don't forget. Now, guys, uh, today we're going to be talking, creating a robust um, acting career with my very special guest, Philip Galinsky. And uh, you know what? He's built um, an amazing acting career in movies, theater, television, commercials, and has appeared on Comedy, Comedy Central, MTV, ESPN, Classic, um, and USA Networks, and can be heard as the lead villain in the video game Grand Theft Auto Fight. You know, I'm not a game freak, but I... Believe me, I know <laughs> And of course, his unforgettable guest appearance, you know, on Dora the Explorer. And his work at the uh, the New York Reality TV School has been featured on ABC, Nightline, E, and the Today Show. Now, Philip is the co-creator of, and also the host as well, of the Manhattan Monologue Slam. And you know what, guys? I'm not going to, you know, let me not give too much out of the bag. Uh, you know, let me not let too much out of the bag. My guest is here in the studio. He's live already on the show. And uh, I'm very excited, really, to speak to my very special guest live all the way from New York, um, actor, writer, producer, uh, voiceover artist, and, of course, an amazing actor girl, Philip Galinsky, right here on the show. Hi, Philip. How are you? I'm hello? fine. Hi. Uh, hello, I can hear you. Hi, Philip. Can you hear okay, me? Okay, good. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout-out okay, to uh, uh, my West African friends, Nagadev. Okay, really? Any of, them, <laughs> any of your audience speak Wallace? That's good for me. <laughs> they speak what? Wallace. Oh, oh, really? Oh, wow. Um, you know what, first of all, uh, welcome to the Naked Talk with Alex Cruzzi. I'm very excited to have you here on the show. I've been I looking know. forward to talking to you. I've been telling <laughs> I know. Um, I've been feeling a little down, but I'm very excited now to um, have you here on the show, so it's great. But you know what, Philip, let me ask you this. I have um, 
a small tradition. I always like to ask my guests what the weather is like where they are. So I know that you're you're right you're live in New York right now, if I'm correct. Yes. Well, the weather. What is, is the weather cold. like? The weather is cold, but it's mm-hmm. even colder because I'm doing this interview naked, as you requested. <laughs> right. I don't know if the other right. guests got that. Re- you know, I I read the bio and everything, and I said, all right, I'll have to. If it's about naked talk, then let's do it. <laughs> I think you know. You see, you're gonna be probably one of my favorites because you're naked and I'm naked, yeah. and you know we have our listeners are naked as well. So hey. <laughs> well, if we want to, you know, if we really want to increase viewership, we should be doing this over Skype, or we could decrease viewership. It just depends. <laughs> oh my God! Well, um, I'm glad that you know, you took it upon yourself to just do this the right way, and that's you know that's the best way to come in. Actually, just be naked, just be you, um, the way you are. So in your um, birthday suit. So it's nice to have you right. here. Um, and you know what's funny? I have my family in New York as well. I have my sisters and almost my entire family in New York. So um, I'm feeling right now like I'm talking to, um, you know, not so stranger really. Um, right. But you know what, Philip? Let me ask you. Let me let me ask you this. I know that uh, people have. I mean, you have amazing colleagues, and family, and friends, and lots of people who probably have sort of an opinion of who they think that uh, Philip. Galinsky really is, but um, if I were to ask you this, um, how would you describe yourself, really? Who would you say the real Philip really is? Um, it's a good question, because um, I guess as I've gotten older, I have a better feeling of who I am and, and what I am, um, and I read, a, mm-hmm. I read an article, um, it was about uh, 11-year-old girls and they had them mm-hmm. come to this research place with their best friend. And then they put them in separate rooms. And the girl was, they thought, you know, they said, describe yourself to the girl. And then the girl, mm-hmm. the girl's best friend was in the other room, and they said, describe your best mm-hmm. friend. So, of course, the girl describing herself was hypercritical, you know, everything about me, mis- my nose, all this stuff, you know, body issues, whatever. And then the best friend was writing all the great things about the girl. And so the girl didn't even know that this is what she was projecting out on the world, is that she is a good person and no one cares about her body and blah, blah, blah. So as far as uh, my description of myself, uh, I think I'm uh, an opportunist and then a person that loves to give out those opportunities so in a simple way. Mm. So I like to take advantage of and opportunities it, you know, and then exploit them with my friends or colleagues. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's amazing, really, because I feel like that's, you know, um, a characteristic of really of a winner, somebody who spots opportunity and takes advantage right. of it and uses it and, is also magnanimous enough to give other people the same um, sort of gift, you know, give them an opportunity. Right. So I think that really that really is amazing. Um, you being able to spot when you have a chance to do something and also be able to give that same um, chance to somebody else who might also need it. So I think that's uh, pretty amazing, really. But yeah, yeah and probably probably pretty modest, really. <laughs> um, 
uh, modest a description of yourself, really, because I'm sure that there are probably other amazing things that you probably wouldn't like to hear about yourself right now. Um, but, you know, let me ask you this. I know that you are an actor as um as well as so many other things, creative things. Um, but really, how did you, um, how did your love, you know, how did your love for acting start? How did you journey into becoming an actor? Uh, what was it that led well, you really to, to be I was the young, I'm the youngest. Actor? I'm the youngest of five boys, so if I didn't perform, I didn't get food, was basically my job. <laughs> so it's, it was more of a function of surviving than, a love of it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I just um, <laughs> had a sense of humor, you know, and was mm-hmm. was performing and doing stuff and got to a point in high school and college I was going more for a degree and I did acting as a minor, not a major. And then I realized if I'm going to do it, I got to do it. So I just jumped in, came to New York and... Um, just uh, basically did it my way. I mean, there's other ways you can do it, but I, well, those, those ways of like waitering and bartending and doing these crazy jobs mm-hmm. so that you had your days free to audition seemed kind of counterproductive mm-hmm. because if I'm up till four in the morning serving drinks, how am I going to be able to do a good audition at nine in the morning? So mm-hmm. I just came down with the mindset. I, I, there's a couple of like actors that inspired me. There's, an actor named Danny Hawk and an actor named John Leguizamo who kind of just wrote and did their own thing. And then if New York or Hollywood came by, that's great. But if they didn't, it didn't matter because they were still working, making their own stuff. Mm. So it wasn't contingent on mm. me to try to be, on, you know, beg to be on Law and & Order or break my back to try and get on that mm. show for two lines when I have more to offer than that. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that my, and, that, you know, my that, success wasn't based on commercial uh, commercial appeal, although I use that those commercials and voiceover work to fund my art. So it's kind of a balance of, mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and you said something that totally resonated with me, and which is really you just doing it your own way. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, there are people who are there for um, maybe the love of the art, and then there are other people who are there for the fame, if I'm correct. Um, mm. So usually, I mean, those who are there for the love of the art would find a way to work irrespective of, you know, create their own way, just just keep working. It may not be commercial, it may not be big budget, it may not be Hollywood calling, but, you know, just like you said, you know, just find a way to keep it going, right? And there are people who are probably more focused on the fame, right? Or well, it's, just being there's a, a particular There's a couple act. of things, you know, like there, there's okay. a couple of cookie-cutter ways to go about it. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. if you're tall and pretty and handsome, you go to L.A. and you hope that superficiality serves you. If you're quirky and large with a beard, you hope that serves you out in L.A. as an actor, that you're (laughs) auditioning Mm -hmm. for those roles that have stereotyped Hollywood for years. And then the Mm -hmm. other people are the people like me who are like, screw it, I'm going to do my own thing. And if something comes about from what I'm doing to hit mainstream, 
that's great. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And usually what happens when it does hit mainstream, it hits really hard. Like Louis C.K., you know, all of a sudden hit mm-hmm. everybody loves them and it's great. It's uh same with, you know, Breaking Bad and all these shows that all of a sudden they were just doing their little thing and then mm-hmm. the light the light shined on them and they were ready for it. So I think if you're getting caught up in the end result of fame, you're missing the journey because you're gonna build more character mm-hmm. by working at it and rather than it having fall on your lap and then you don't know how to deal with success like Lindsay Lohan and other people, you know. They got it so good and they got it mm. so easy, you know. Failing is not a bad thing. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, true. I, you know, I would probably know that, know a lot about that. But let me ask you this, and, and you do sound like someone who's uh, very passionate about your work. Um, what is it you love the most, really, you know, about being an actor? Uh, uh, performing live. Performing live is the best. Okay. Um, performing live my own material, and then performing mm-hmm. live material that I just got two new monologues that I want to do live. One is a little tiny scene from a show called Portlandia, and then another is from a show called Better Call Saul. So once I get inspired by my work or someone else's, I just go into writing mode get it ready so that when I do my show, I can open up the show with a piece and perform. Mm. And, and you know, when you when you said that, it just made me, because I was going to ask you a question. I was going to say, um, you know, I know that you've been, you, you've featured in movies and you've been on television and you've been on theater, in state, your right. own state, sorry. Um, and I was going to ask which one of them, which medium do you like the most? But I kind of think like I think you probably answered that in a way, um, you know. But you know, just for the for the sake of asking, which one of those mediums do you prefer? Do you love being in front of the camera, um, in movies, on, you know, on television, or do you like being on stage? I I like I do like seeing stills of me performing live, like pictures of me in that moment, and then also mm-hmm. the film mm-hmm. work. The TV and commercials is just, that's something to do to make money. Um, mm-hmm. So it's good, but, it, you know, it, at the end of the day, it serves the purpose of, you know, paying the bills and mm-hmm. getting exposure that way. But uh, the people that know me that mm-hmm. come to my show are just like, you know, mm-hmm. they they just, love it and they're just like it's crazy I throw glitter around dance if you want your uh, family from New York to come the next one is Monday the 29th at 6pm 251 West 30th Street any of the people that you know that are in New York if they come Mm -hmm. in and Mm -hmm. they see the door person if they say the password chocolate they get in for free oh wow okay I'm going to tell my sisters then I would like a, I would like a large Nigerian contingent there, please. Oh well, then I would tell. I would definitely get the word out. A money and, right. And for, yes, and for all your African friends, okay. they always love something free. Mm-hmm. free I know. <laughs> you can't haggle with free. <laughs> oh my god! You say, that. "Oh my god!" Yes, they do love something free. I know that. Don't I? <laughs> yeah. Oh god, Philip! 
crazy. But yes, I would, you know, I would ask my, I've got two of my sisters in the States. Okay, one is in Maryland, but two is in New York, two are in New York. Um, yeah. My mom, I've got like a practically the family, you know, they're people, trust me. I'm, I'm, I want to, I, I'll tell them to record the show for me just so that I can, can I tell them to record it, by the way? <laughs> I just realized I shouldn't have said that, but um, I would love to see you perform. Or, or are you going to be streaming the show live? Would you be streaming it on, we're on still, the internet? We're still, working, or yeah, like we're still working on that because we've tried it a couple of okay. times. We've gotten the viewership overloaded the stream, and I don't want to do okay. it. And, you know, the mm. video gets chunky, so I'm still working with a couple of places about, you know, because they all are like, okay. uh, they're like, oh, don't worry about it. And I'm like, look, these are actors that are performing in New York. Their families don't live in New York. So there's going to be... 30 or 40 mm-hmm. people watching each actor, and I don't want them to see mm-hmm. it get all stuck and choppy. True. So, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, you know what, uh, Philip? How about we take a commercial break? Let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Stay there. We'll be back.
still, uh, I know that you want to join the conversation, and we'll get you out of the queue, get you into the show to um, speak. Or you can use the live Skype button. Just you know, click on the live button, and you'll be and follow the prompt. Listen, follow the instructions, and of course, you'll be connected right into the show. Or you can get in the chat room, get in the live chat room, and drop a message if you have uh, a comment or question for my guest Philip, or for me, or you know, a contribution uh, to the conversation, then feel free to leave a message in the chat room or Twitter me. Tweet at Alex Akruji and hashtag the Naked Talk. And, of course, um, the messages will be read here on the show. Or, of course, send me a message via WhatsApp, and I will uh, give it read on the show. So, uh, yes, um, hi, Philip. Hi. Hello. I'm here. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, you know, just before we went um, on that commercial break, I mean, you did share um, what you love really about being an actor. Uh, but let me ask you this. What do you like the least about being an actor? What did you like about being an actor? The least part? Mm-hmm. What I like the least? Oh, um, mm-hmm. uh, probably the uh, the value like how people equate success with your career. So like mm-hmm. if you never did a TV show or you never did a film, that does, that means you're not successful. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't, you know, I know so many talented people that, are, you know, choose not to do that, you know, and it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. their career is like, mm-hmm. you know, TV or, and you can even ask, you know, famous actors, you know, like Leonardo DiCaprio's, probably going to win an Academy Award for a movie that he didn't even really speak in. And do you think he really wants the award for that <laughs> film? Probably not. It's just that, I mean, the movie's basically a winter castaway, you know, so mm-hmm. even when you're at that level, mm-hmm. you're going to win an award for being in the in the, in the the winter for two and a half hours, not talking, getting attacked by a bear, or would he rather have won an award mm-hmm. for Gilbert Grape? I think he would have said Gilbert Grape. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I don't sure. like the fact that the people that seek fame are the same people that equate commercial success with overall success. So, I mean, I've done national mm. commercials and I've been on video games and been, been in films with that, but I'm not walking around talking about that, you know. Mm. That's just part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, you said something, and that it totally resonates with me. And I say this because I'm an actor as well here in Nigeria, and um, so I know, you know, exactly what you're saying. Um, even in my, even in the industry here, in the Nigerian film industry here, um, we have, and, and sometimes I try to explain that even to regular people. Um, you know, they box put people in a box, right? We have. We have actors. You might be lucky enough to be a commercial success or famous or whatever it is. You know, you're out there in the media and people are talking about you and you know talking about gossiping about everything that you do, and that's okay. Um, but there are also actors who are really, really just actors. You know, maybe not celebrities, but they are actors. You know, working every day, uh, might not even be on television and movies, and they're probably doing stage and theater. And some of them are probably the most hardworking. And maybe, you know, so the most thorough actors that you can find, because I know how hard it is to do stage. So um, a lot of the times you have regular people maybe not be able to, um, just because that they cannot recognize or they don't, they don't get to see um, 
a particular actor um, on, you know, every day on television or in big budget films or, you know, at the cinema here, it's almost like you're not, you're not successful really back to what you're saying. So they try to equate commercial success with, you know, actual success. And, you know, sometimes you look at the people who are doing stage and television whose resume they have, you know, an incredible you know, an incredible C because they've done everything that, you know, you can think of. And some of the most challenging um, work of art that you can think of, you know, and then you see people who just basically do very, uh, but, you know, not to not to drive that in. Um, I do, I can relate to what you're saying. That was the point I was trying mm-hmm. to make. So um, mm-hmm. I can understand how that can be really not such a great uh, thing, you know, to be fond of as an actor. Really, um, but you know, let me ask you this. I know that you're also you're not only you're an actor, you're also a writer and um, a voiceover artist and an acting girl. And we'll get to the part of the acting girl. Uh, but I'm curious as a voiceover artist because I'm you know I feel like I can relate to you on several levels because I also do voiceover here in Nigeria. But let me ask you this as an actor, uh, and for a lot of people who may not know this, and lots of people listening to this, even my fellow colleagues listening to the show. Uh, do you feel is there any relationship or correlation or connection between the actor and the voice of an artist? Are they oh, separating? Yeah. Uh, okay. I think, uh, I, think uh, I, I I love it because it's a different. It's it's a very mm-hmm. subtle art form. You don't have to be so big, and um, and I mm-hmm. think that's why you know actors do voiceover work is because if they've already crossed over like George Clooney and then you hear the voice, you're kind of like, mm-hmm. who is that? Mm-hmm. It's already established mm-hmm. one version of yourself. And then, you know, mm-hmm. I know a whole bunch of guys that have, you know, their whole career is, is uh, in voiceover and they're happy as a clam, you know. They they get to do the work and they no one mm-hmm. needs to know who they are. Exactly. Unless they want to know, you know. For me, it's just a combination of things. It's a way to fund what I'm doing, and and I like it. And my agent has called me a poor man's George Clooney, so that's that's my voice. <laughs> you know, but let me ask you: Do you feel like um, um, a voice of an artist can? I'm, I'm trying to ask: Do you feel like um, you know a voice artist needs to have a little acting? For example, to be able to deliver a great sure. commercial voice, commercial. Do I mean they do? If if they don't, they're not. Mm-hmm. They can't last in the business because there's be something flat. about that voice exactly. is going to evoke an emotion out of somebody, especially if it's a movie trailer or mm-hmm. you know something like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know we're all artists and we're all you know actors. We all play roles, wear different hats. We're not the same person in public mm-hmm. as we are in private. You know that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Mm. Okay, because I was thinking, and I remember saying this to someone, because you know, someone's trying to understand, and it's like, no, you know, being a voiceover artist is just, and I'm like, no, it's not just there, because um, you would have to learn how to play with your voice, right? And that takes a little bit of skill in acting, and like you said, be able to evoke emotion in your listener or you know whoever the audience, you know, the audience as so. Um, it probably obviously takes some form of acting <laughs> to be able to. Yeah. Um, even though they can see you, you have to be able to play with your voice 
your right. right to fit whatever the the script of the brand you're representing, if if that makes any sense. Okay, yeah. but um, you know, I know that you also have created um, um, one of the best, you know, um, art actor showcase really in New York, and um, mm-hmm. you also host you host mm-hmm. it as well. Now, can you tell can you tell us a little bit really about um, the Manhattan Monologue Slam, <laughs> you know, sure. and what it really is about? Sure. Um, yeah. Um, so basically, it's an actors showcase. Actors do monologues in front of agents and casting directors and managers, and then mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. get booked for representation. So it's sort of like uh, American Idol meets Masterpiece Theater. And so um, actors do 30-second monologues, and then if they get picked, they come back and do a two-minute monologue. And um, the winner gets a contract with an agent and two uh, – no, a manager and two talent agents. So they're all, you know, trying to get representation. And um, our actors have been on Orange is the New Black, all the Law & Orders, uh, feature films. Mm-hmm. And we are mm-hmm. – the only performance-based awards show where people of color actually get nominated and win, unlike the Oscars. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, really. So, like, but let me ask 90% you this, of the, just, okay. 90% of the people that participate and get representation are of non-white descent. Mm. And that's because it's New York. So there are a lot of black people and non, I mean, multi, it, the culture is really diverse in New York. So yeah. I guess probably why. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's white people here too. It's just, you know, that's what makes sense. Of course. <laughs> of course. But, but let me ask you this, and this is just me just trying to just, cause a little riot here. Let me ask you this. Though. Is there a way, um, I mean, so all of this is, really has to be in person, like, right? It has to be live. It's not like um, somebody can, an actor can create um, maybe a surreal or, you know, a monologue, but like a piece, a digital sort of uh, performance or audition, nothing like that. It has to be all in person. You have to be based in New York or travel. Uh, yeah, we have people come from Chicago and Maryland. We're going to be branching out and having different ones in different cities um, soon so that mm-hmm. we'll have a competition in New Orleans, one in Boston, and then those winners will come to New York mm-hmm. for the, you know, Super Slam. Ah, oh, okay. Right, for the Super Slam. Are you going to be having, like, an international fashion of this so that people can come in from Nigeria? I'm just asking. That. Don't mind me. That's just me being... Um, sure. Not too there. Um, sure, right? Yeah, I'll come. <laughs> I'm not yeah, doing it naked, though. Well, let me ask you. Oh, you know, <laughs> no, no, not naked. No naked. We have to keep the clothes on, um, and I understand that. But um, let me, let me, let me say this to you. I, I mean, it's very obvious that you are very comedic, mind. And you and a lot of the characters that you play, um, whether in your your, your stage, um, your show, your one man show, or any of the other productions that you've been doing, um, your roles basically portray a lot of humor, right? Right. Um, let me ask you this though: Do you feel like 
Um, well, have you thought about what kind of roles would give you a challenge? If you were going to get challenged as an actor, what do you think, what kind of roles do you think would challenge you? Um, challenge me? Um, probably really the dramatic, abusive kind of characters, really, mm-hmm. really, really dark Characters, you know, people mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. read about in the newspaper and don't, you can't even really believe they mm-hmm. exist, and then you have to be that person. So <laughs> that would be the hardest. Mm. That would be like hard. A bio, really. Like a like a biopic, a, a biopic, like being a being yeah. a person, even with a serial killer. Or, you know, I, there's no way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really hard to say to have someone try to portray Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? Even if. You're the greatest actor mm-hmm. in the world. Some of these people are just icons that it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're they're the movie, you know. Exactly. But yeah, some dark, some really exactly. truly dark character would be. It would be hard because I don't know, you know, once you go down that well, you know, it's hard to get back out and get your life mm-hmm. normal again because you're you're living someone else's life. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a twenty four seven. Hmm. Mm, I can imagine that. But you know what, Philip? How about we take let's take a quick musical break? I feel like we need some some music in this house. Um, here's a quick one, and this song is "Tailwind." It's a beautiful day by Peter Kelly, and Peter Kelly is a pop singer. He was a guest on this show sometime in August, I think, last year, and he was also part of our first anniversary special. Um, and Peter Kelly is a New York native. He's based in New York, so I'm playing this song because of Philip. So this is. Peter Kelly, Tailwind, it's a beautiful day. Enjoy. We'll be back. I'm thinking it's a great day for life to begin. I'm finally at a place where I've never been. I'm talking about a brand new version of me. Down through my story Wrapped in titanium Wake up this way, it's a beautiful 
you know, there's something about <laughs> discovery that is, is really good. Mm. That's what mm. I think. I like how you say you shouldn't have to stay married to the script. And and that's, mm. you know, true because you kind of want to switch it up a little bit and make you your own in the sense yeah. that it's more authentic. It feels more authentic. Yeah. Mm. Right. I mean, you okay. have to keep in mind but, the writer's uh, word. But. <laughs> of course. Okay. But, you know, as, as an acting guru, and you are an acting guru, and, like, you know, just before, at the beginning of the conversation, you did say how you um, take advantage of opportunities, but you also give opportunities to people who need it. Uh, what would you say is the first characteristic an actor needs to have to sort of create a fantastic, fulfilling career for themselves? You know, what would you say, as an acting girl, what's the first thing that you would look out for in an actor that an actor must have? Patience. Patience and discipline. Mm-hmm. That's patience and discipline. You don't try to get too much patience too soon. It doesn't doesn't work like that, you know. Mm. So an actor needs to be very patient uh, because, like you said, you know it's not going to come in a day. So you, you can't make it happen. I'm you know, you could throw as much money and buy as many headshots as you want. That doesn't mean you're going to get anywhere faster than anybody else. Mm, okay, very true. Okay, but if you had to cast yourself in a dream production, right, um, now what would your dream cast look like? If I was cast in a movie with a bunch of people, uh, I would want to be cast in the movie The Big Lebowski. Okay. If they were going to redo that, mm-hmm. I would want to be in that. If they were going to redo that, I would want to be in it. But y'all, I'm not giving the movie away. Y'all have to go see it. It's an old movie by the Cohen brothers, but it's hysterical. And it's called The Big Lebowski. <laughs> okay. And any okay. of the main characters, so I would be. To... It's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. Um but let me ask you this. I know that you and your brother, Robert Skowinski, um, kind of co-created this, uh, the after showcase, uh, the Manhattan Monologue Slam. But what is it like really walking with your brother? Because I also know that he's also involved in the, uh, I think, the New York reality you know, TV school or something. Yeah. Uh, what is it like really walking with your brother in the same creative, um, I mean, creative yeah, you're a creative as well. He's a creative as you. So what is it like working with your brother? It's good. I mean, it's kind of, you know, there's points when we treat each other like brothers when we shouldn't, you know, when we should be treating each other like you know, coworkers. <laughs> but uh, he's also mm-hmm. doing, um, um, he's writing a musical about coffee right now. So he's taking a hiatus from the monologue slam. So that's my baby, and his baby is the reality mm-hmm. school which I help him a little bit with, and then the coffee, the musical, which he's doing a lot of research mm-hmm. about coffee beans in Africa. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now, um, I know that we've talked about so many things, and we have to wrap this up because we don't have as much time um, left on the show. Uh, but what would you say is the biggest challenge that you have experienced um, as an actor so far in your career 
and how have you managed it? Um, the biggest challenge would be surrounding yourself with the right people that are trying to support your craft and then surrounding yourself with the right agents and managers that are supporting your craft as well. So some people just have an agent to have an agent and that's not enough. You need more mm-hmm. than that. You know, you need someone who's a partner. Mm-hmm. So partnerships are really important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, how about we take, and I know that we have to, we have about seven minutes left for this to wrap. And I have two questions from, um, I have two questions from the from my listeners. Uh, one person sent a message in, and the person's like, "Hi, Philip. Um, it's great to hear you. Nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Toby, and I would like to ask you this: um, What do you have any particular? Um, do you have any habits or things you do just before you get on stage? Is there anything you do to sort of get yourself at the mood before you get right on stage?" Um. Well, my shows are like very interactive, so I'm not uh, mm-hmm. like in. I'm not in the green room before the show, mm-hmm. and then come out. I'm always in the audience beforehand, so I try to get you know the vibe of the room, and then you know get ready, and then just know I'm there to have fun and just uh, have a great time. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Okay. Some things mistakes. So you don't do any crazy things. Craziest thing I did is an interview no, with this African radio thing where I have to be naked. <laughs> but here's the funny thing: we don't have proof that you're naked. That's I'm taking your word for it, but I don't have proof that you're actually naked. Baby, you, know, you don't we, want to. The see listeners it. probably need some proof. <laughs> the listeners want some proof that um, you know, Philip Galaxy is right here on the show and naked. Absolutely, I do naked. not want to. I don't want you to get shut down by the government. With these pictures, all right? <laughs> okay, uh, we'll take your word for it. I know we'll take yeah. your word for it, so we'll, you know we won't ask too many questions because, like, you. But um, if you were to have, like, if you were gonna, um, if you were gonna be paired with a love interest in a movie, um, who would you pair yourself against? Who would you really love to play um, your love interest in the film? Love interest in a film. Um, uh, she's a friend of mine, so she's probably going to be mad, but I do want to kiss her someday. Um, Alicia Joy Powell. You guys will have to look her up. She's on. She's on the NBC show, The Mysteries of Laura. She's the nanny, mm-hmm. but she's really good. Yeah. Mm. Oh, she would get mad at me. Okay, I don't know so if she could handle a kissing scene. She again? <laughs> well, yeah, that she can handle it, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, but if you were to play, if you were to have, instead uh, of you were to be a superhero, right, and you had to wear a costume, which superhero would you be? Uh, hmm. Maybe Spider Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so you prefer Spider-Man to Batman. Okay, so you be Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not into cakes, really. Okay. 
What did you say? I said I'm not really into capes. I don't want to trip over it. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to trip over it. Okay, so would would you have them probably make something new, your special costume for you? Probably change it up a little bit. My yeah, for me yeah. Probably. Okay. Now I know that most actors always have some secret talent, right? That a lot of people don't know. And you know, some people know you as an actor, and you're this very popular uh, voiceover artist as well. And you're an acting guru, and you're a writer. But are there any other secret talents that you have that perhaps we are not aware of? Yeah, I can style my hair anyway. I can make it curly. I can make it straight. I can part it on the side. <laughs> I can do anything with my hair. And I can move my nose like, in a way that looks like I have plastic surgery. Now, I know that you're great with accents. Now, as an act, I know that you're great with accents, and I've heard that you're so good with accents. Um, do you think that you could um, recreate an African accent? Just, I'm just asking. Do you think? Or maybe it's Spanish. Well, I dated a guy, dated a girl from Senegal, and uh, I was listening to her conversation with her mother on the phone, and every other word was hum, hum. And I asked her what, you know, (laughs) sort of like a, I think I nailed it, didn't I? No. (laughs) That was, oh, my God. Where was she from again? Senegal or Cote d'Ivoire, I'm not sure. Senegal. Oh, yeah. Okay, 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 fine. Because you're speaking Pala. <laughs> and okay. then, the, then the African okay. dudes that are here, the African dudes that are here in New York when it's raining and they suddenly they go, umbrella, umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> umbrella. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. You're cracking me up, seriously. Umbrella. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, but do you, you want to whip up like a? I like I like Spanish people, like Spanish guys. Like, do you want to whip up something from um, Spanish or French, perhaps? Yeah, I don't I don't really do that. Yeah. I just try uh, <laughs> I try made up ones. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, well, it's been an amazing, it's been such an amazing time talking with you, Philip, on the show. And thank you so much for gracing the show and for spending your time with us. It's been um, really, really amazing chatting with you. But um, just before we get, um, just before we end the show, just any final words, what would you um, say to upcoming actors, you know, actors who are trying to make it up in the industry? Um, What would you say to them, basically, to help them? Um, stay in the game and to focus on creating um, a great career? Uh, I would say that this is the best time to be a performer because there's so many avenues where your work can be on the Internet, YouTube, everywhere, that you're taking a huge Mm -hmm. uh, risk by not doing your own work or not challenging yourself to be out there. There's so many ways to get mm-hmm. out there, and if you're just waiting for the phone to ring and all that stuff, that doesn't happen. You got to make it happen. Make it happen. Amazing, amazing, and that makes a lot of sense too. You know, you want to get out there. I mean, 
don't wait for people to create a job for you. Create a job for yourself. So there's so many ways you can be. The people who are doing shot films and they're just digital, and you can just stream them yeah. live on the internet. They're series, they are web series, and nobody's really waiting anymore to have a network buy or produce um, a big budget project for you to be involved in. So there's so many ways that you can get your work out there and let people know how great a talent that you are. Right. Yes. Thank yeah, you so it. much, Philly. Thank you so much. All right. Next time have me on the show, make sure that you let me wear clothes, okay? <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. We'll, we'll probably have to cut a deal on that. Uh, I'm sure we could work something now, but thank you so much for being naked um, right. and, of course, for being uh, an amazing guest on the show. And I hope to – I'm going to get you back on the show. I hope to get you back when you're not rushing off. How about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. have more time. Yep. Okay. All right, then. All right. So have a great, amazing day. And I look forward to having people at your show on Monday. Yeah, definitely. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. All right, then. Ciao. Bye. Okay, guys, well, this is still the Naked Talk with Alex Akurji, and uh, it's been an amazing uh, Friday radio special with my guest, Philip Galinsky, and, of course, he did make me crack crack up. You know it's a good show when I'm laughing. You know it's a good show when um, they make me laugh, <laughs> right? So um, it's been, you know, really amazing talking to Philip Galinsky, and he did share his journey as an actor and his thoughts on how uh, you can create a robust uh Career, a fulfilling career for yourself as an actor, and that this, you know, these are um, attributes and characteristics that don't only work, but in any career as well. You know, we talked about patience and um, discipline, and it doesn't matter what you do, really. If you're not patient and not disciplined, then it's not going to work, right? So, and he did say you must find a way to get your work out there. And I could totally relate to that because I remember when I wanted to start my radio show and I wanted to do a radio show on Terrestrial Radio here. And it was so freaking expensive having to do a network show and do a big budget the way that I really wanted it for it to happen. And, you know, having three other, two other partners, it was supposed to be three of us, and, of course, the brands that were supposed to sponsor and, you know, all the back and forth and the back and forth. And then they changed um, they brought in a new manager, and it was just crazy. But you have to get your work out there, and you have to let people know that if you think that you're an amazing writer, then you must find a way to write, whether it's someone else, your guest blogging for author blogs, or you're creating your own personal blog, or you're writing for a newspaper magazine, or you're writing for a genre, whatever it is, just get it out there. Whether you're, you know, there's so many ways you can do stuff now. I said to someone, I remember talking to my new business manager, and I was saying to her that, you know, I get casting calls now for jobs outside Nigeria, and I found ways that I can audition. I mean, if they would accept me auditioning without physically being present, I would do it. So I'm getting, you know, you have to find ways to sort of get your, get it out there, whether it's, on, and, and that's the amazing thing about the internet. The internet has created a whole new world where Content is being churned out daily. So people are generating content, watching their movies online. Um, people are streaming music online. Nobody really is buying, you know, hot CDs anymore. People are reading e-books and stuff like that. So you can get your work out there. And as an actor as well, you can find ways to create your own work. Um, so, yes, you will do commercial stuff when they come. And if they don't come, it should have stopped you from still being an actor and still, you know, creating your own stuff. And, and lots of people are doing that here in Nigeria as well. And we have a lot of actors that have become producers 
Um, and people may not understand the sense in that, but I, I, I do think it makes a lot of sense that, you know, if you're not getting as many scripts as you want to, then you can also create the kind of stories, tell the kind of stories that you want to tell and be in the kind of productions that you want to be in, which is also part of one of my goals for this year. So, guys, um, it's been a, an amazing Friday radio special, but just before we go, how about we listen to a music, yeah, take another song, uh, another musical break. Um, and this one is What the Hell from Scott Coker. And Scott is also a New York native. He's based in New York as well, just like Philip Galinsky, uh, from, you know, our guest on the show. So uh, this is What the Hell by Oscar Krokos, and we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What the hell it been to me now? 
Yes, and that was What the Hell by Scott Quilcox. Now, Scott is a pretty amazing, and I think that song was, I don't remember the first album, actually. But it was great to have, um, you know, to play, I think we'll, we'll first play Tailwind by Peter Kelly, who's also um, a New York um you know, a New York citizen who's also, you know, based in New York, as well as Scott Krokov, um, What the Hell, who's also based in New York, just like our special guest for today on the show, Philip Kalinsky. And it was a great show. We had a great laugh, and it was amazing just talking to him and, you know, just going through um, his journey as an actor and what every actor who's trying to build um, a, um, a fulfilling career, really. Um, can emulate, and so it was a great conversation. Now, guys, if you're just joining us and you missed the conversation from the beginning, don't forget that you can always listen and catch the archive show right here on the show and share with everyone else who's missed it live. Um, and, of course, don't forget to leave your feedback. Now, guys, I forgot to mention that I do have, I'm going to say congratulations to the listeners who um, who sent in emails and basically have gotten, you know, have won their access card to um, to the event, the power of emotions at the emotional brand masterclass happening tomorrow Saturday um, in uh, Lake, at the Lekki Coliseum here in Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. And of course, guys, don't forget to join the Twitter chat. Yes, you have to join the hashtag Take a Lip Twitter chat with um, the Idea Builders Initiative. Just make sure to follow at I. Um, IB initiatives um, on Twitter, of course, and, and they're going to be amazing speakers who are going to be empowering you and letting you know uh, what you need to do to take those first steps. Take a leap, take a jump if you want to make a career jump, um, you want to improve or transform your life. Uh, well, so join the conversation. It's uh, the International Women's Day is coming soon, and I'm very happy and honored to be one of the mentors. Uh, you know, for you know, one of the mentors really for this uh, for this year for this season, and I'm going to be taking part in the walk. Uh, yes, and it is nice to be one of the women who will be empowering other women or mentoring other women. So it's been an um, amazing Friday Radio special, guys. Don't forget that if you um, if you have questions or feedback, you can write us at thenakedtalk@gmail.com. Um, have you got a copy of my new book, The Naked Truth Live Strip? Don't forget this book. Um, really is, um, you know, a book that offers wisdom to those who um, have struggled or perhaps still struggling to accept the truth about who they really are, what they want, what love is, and just, you know, reality and the reinvention of self. And this is a book that really offers a lot of wisdom. So, guys, don't forget to go to my official website. Go to www.alexacurrency.me and click a book and get a copy of my book. You can get a digital copy or you can get um, – no, yeah, a hard copy. Or you can go to any of your favorite um, online book retail stores. My book is available on Amazon. It's also available on Band and Nobles iBooks and, um, of course, any of your other favorite bookstores. Now, I'm very excited because I'm also going to be guesting on um, – today I was guest on um, Empowering Ourselves Radio with Killing Greenwood, and it was an amazing conversation. So, guys, if you missed it, go to my Twitter – Alex Kuruji, make sure to follow me. Go to my Twitter and click on the link, and you can listen to the conversation I had today on his show. And I'm also very excited to be guest tomorrow um, on Real Perspective with um, 
uh, Latonia Moore. So I'm going to be a guest on her show live all the way from Nigeria. And, yes, I'm doing quite a number of shows. I'm booked. It's crazy. It's amazing. But it's great to be able to connect with people from around the world and just share, you know, share the truth with them and get them to leave their authentic best. And that's what Being Naked really is about. And so, yes, even though Philip Gluski was joking about being naked, I did ask him for coming naked, but not physically naked. Um, come in stripped of all the cover-ups and all the lies and all the expectations that uh, society has, uh, you know, and people have of you. Come in naked, authentic, just the way you are. And believe me, I've been using it to transform myself, and you can do the same too. So, to, uh, you know, so it's a uh, pretty great day. Um, Ask Alex Coached continues tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday through the weekend. Uh, and thank you to all the amazing um Clarity Collins who called in today, and I did have a great coaching session with uh, some of my um, coaches, my clients, and it will be great. If you want to talk to me, um, if you want my opinion and you want to get clarity, or you want to be able to build a presence of mind and be able to take your career you know, to the next level, or you want to empower yourself and transform your life, don't forget, you can reach out to me. Just go to my official website and click on Ask Alex. And yes, get my you know visit my booking page, and of course, let's get connected. And let me hold your hand. I can hold your hand. I give you my ears, and uh, and of course, you get to totally get an opinion. Uh, but it's been an amazing week, guys. It's been great on the Naked Talk this week. I'm looking forward to next week, com- you know, next week's conversation. I have great guests lined up for you for next week. Great, amazing conversations as always. Don't forget that this is the hub for real, authentic conversation. It's all about real talk with you know some of the some of the most influential people from around the world, and we'll be you know we'll be keeping it real because expression is a sign of strength and not weakness, and we don't apologize for being who we really are, for thinking what we're thinking, and for feeling what we're feeling. So until we come back, um, same time next week on The Naked Talk, on Talk Wednesday, um, I love you for listening. Ciao. It's unscripted. Talk with Alex, of course.